Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to The Cultured Bumpkin, a literature podcast with Jake Phillips, where we present audiobook quality readings of the classics for your enjoyment. Thank you for stopping by. And remember, just because you're a bumpkin doesn't mean you can't be cultured. Hello and welcome back to The Cultured Bumpkin. Today we have a poem by John Greenleaf Whittier. He was born in 1807 and he died in 1892. He was an American Quaker and an advocate of the abolition of slavery. He was what they call an abolitionist in the pre-Civil War years and during the Civil War. And that is someone who is staunchly against slavery. Some people say, you know, well, white people are always uh, oppressing minorities. Eh, Some of them are, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, People that use blanket statements like that have never heard of people like John Greenleaf Whittier. And there's even a collection of poems called Poems Written During the Progress of the Abolition Question, which is, you know, self-explanatory as to what the subject matter is. So anyway, John Greenleaf Whittier was a great uh, poet, great American writer, especially in the late 19th century. Now this one is called Maud Muller. And it's a real classic. And the first time I ever heard this one, or a line from it, was when I watched the old Disney movie, The Absent-Minded Professor, as a kid, starring Fred McMurray and Nancy Olson. Now, in it, of course, Fred McMurray's character keeps forgetting the wedding date, and finally Nancy Olson breaks up with him. Well, then she goes on a date with this uh, literature uh, English professor, who's just really snooty. He's just an absolute jerk. But he's always quoting, you know, Shakespeare and you have these classic literature lines. So on paper, I love the guy, but I just can't because he's a jerk. And I'm rooting for Nancy and Fred to get back together. But anyway, he quotes a line from this poem in the movie. And that was the first time that I ever heard, um, you know, Maud Muller quoted. And uh, here, we're going to have the whole thing. So uh, here is, it's kind of about what might have been, you know, almost that sort of thing. And it goes like this. Maud Muller by John Greenleaf Whittier. Maud Muller on a summer's day raked the meadow sweet with hay. Beneath her torn hat glowed the wealth of simple beauty and rustic health. Singing she wrought and her merry glee the mockbird echoed from his tree. But when she glanced to the far-off town, white from its hill-slope looking down, the sweet song died, and a vague unrest and a nameless longing filled her breast. A wish that she had hardly known for something better than she had known. The judge rode slowly down the lane, smoothing his horse's chestnut mane. He drew his bridle in the shade of the apple trees to greet the maid and ask a draft from the spring that flowed through the meadow across the road, 
She stooped where the cool spring bubbled up and filled for him her small tin cup and blushed as she gave it, looking down on her feet so bare and her tattered gown. Thanks, said the judge. A sweeter draft from a fairer hand was never quaffed. He spoke of the grass and flowers and trees, of the singing birds and the humming bees, then talked of the haying and wondered whether the cloud in the west would bring foul weather. And Maud forgot her briar-torn gown and her graceful ankles bare and brown and listened while a pleased surprise looked from her long-lashed hazel eyes. At last, like one who for delay seeks a vain excuse, he rode away. Maud Muller looked and sighed, Ah, oh, me, that I the judge's bride might be. He would dress me up in silk so fine and praise and toast me at his wine. My father should wear a broadcloth coat. My brother should sail a painted boat. I'd dress my mother so grand and gay and the baby should have a new toy each day. And I'd feed the hungry and clothe the poor and all should bless me who left our door. The judge looked back as he climbed the hill and saw Maud Muller standing still. A form more fair, a face more sweet, ne'er hath it been my lot to meet. And her modest answer and graceful air show her wise and good as she is fair. No doubtful balance of rights and wrongs, no weary lawyers with endless tongues, but low of cattle and song of birds and health and quiet and loving words. But he thought of his sisters, proud and cold, and his mother, vain of her rank and gold. So, closing his heart, the judge rode on, and Maud was left in the field alone. But the lawyers smiled that afternoon, when he hummed in court an old love tune, and the young girl mused beside the well till the rain on the unranked clover fell. He wedded a wife of richest dower, who lived for fashion as he for power. Yet oft in his marble hearth's bright glow he watched a picture come and go, and sweet Maud Muller's hazel eyes looked out in their innocent surprise. Oft when the wine in his glass was red he longed for the wayside well instead, and closed his eyes on his garnished rooms to dream of meadows and clover blooms. And the proud man sighed with a secret pain, Ah, oh, that I were free again! Free as when I rode that day where the barefoot maiden raked her hay. She wedded a man unlearned and poor, and many children played round her door. But care and sorrow and childbirth pain left their traces on heart and brain. But oft when the summer sun shone hot on the new-mown hay in the meadow lot, and she heard the little spring brook fall over the roadside through the wall, in the shade of the apple tree again, she saw a rider draw his rein. And gazing down with timid grace, she felt his pleased eyes read her face. Sometimes her narrow kitchen walls stretched away into stately halls. The weary wheel to a spinet turned, the tallow candle and astral burned. And for him who sat by the chimney lug, dozing and grumbling o'er pipe and mug, a manly form at her side she saw, a joy was duty and love was law. Then she took up her burden of life again, saying only, It might have been. Alas for maiden, alas for judge, for rich repiner and household drudge, God pity them both, and pity us all, who vainly the dreams of youth recall. For of all sad words of tongue or pen, the saddest are these, It might have been, 
Ah, well, for us all some sweet hope lies deeply buried from human eyes. And in the hereafter, angels may roll from the stone its grave away. Wasn't that lovely? I just think it's a beautiful poem. Kind of sad in a way, but uh, lovely. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you'll subscribe if you haven't. I hope you'll review the podcast if you can and tell a friend. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much for listening. You've been listening to The Cultured Bumpkin, a literature podcast with Jake Phillips. Thank you very much for listening. I really do appreciate it. If you enjoyed this, would you mind going and subscribing and leaving a nice review on whatever podcast podcast platform you heard this on? I would really appreciate it. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.